All right, I get to introduce a, a couple they're going to be sharing today. Hope and Freddie are going to uh, share with us, Wells, and, and I want to share what's on my heart as they come. You know, we could talk more about the coronavirus and not being afraid, so forth and so on, but I really think we need to get our eyes off the coronavirus and all of that stuff right now and get our eyes on Jesus and who he is and how we're becoming disciples to follow him. And we're just going to jump back into our series of becoming like Jesus, being a follower of Jesus, spending time with Jesus, becoming like him and doing the things that he did. And one of the greatest virtues of the Lord Jesus as he expressed the heart of the Father was his ability to forgive and provide the way for all of us to forgive. And uh, so Freddie and Hope carry that virtue in their lives, and uh, they're going to preach and share and teach and just give you some good news. So welcome them. Come on, Freddie and Hope. So glad you're here. Thank you. So glad you're here. Oh, one other thing I should say. Yeah, we probably shouldn't touch. We got sanitizer right here. One thing I should say is we actually recorded this um, on Saturday. You're seeing it on Sunday. Um, but the governor's new mandate that goes into action at 5 o'clock today would prohibit us from gathering like this. So this we're not going to be able to do this probably next week. We're going to have to do things individually from our homes. But I wanted you to know that we're legal today. <laughs> and there's less than 10 of us, and we're trying to stay six feet apart, and we got hand sanitizer so we can wash our hands. So just so you know, all right? Bless you guys. Greetings in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. It's so good for us to be here and to be sharing with our lovely family. God is just so good, and we're just so excited. Hope and I are just blessed to be here to be able to share with our love, lovely family. Blessed to be out of the house. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> and so we just want to share with you, like Pastor said about forgiveness. Forgiveness is just an attribute of Jesus, our Lord and Savior. And so we just want to share that forgiveness is transformational and it's engrafted in our Father's love. And that's what's so marvelous about it. The Father's love. He loves us. He loves us right where we are in, in our homes. He's, he's concerned about those things that we're going through and he wants us to crowd to him and, and rejoice in him. And so I just wanted to share what is forgiveness? What does, what, when, when you hear the word forgiveness in Jesus's light, we see forgiveness as a full pardon, a new beginning, another chance, a fresh start, the lifting of a heavy burden, and the canceling of a heavy debt. And supernaturally, that supernatural power that breaks the chains of bitterness and releases the shackles of shame and resentment. That is so wonderful to know that our Lord Jesus Christ, he showed up so we can be free, so we can walk in the freeness Amen. of life. And because he forgave us, we're able to forgive. Come on now. Come on. Yes. <laughs> now, we have to touch on some of the things that are unfortunate. Bitterness and resentment are common signs sometimes when we have unforgiveness. Mm -hmm. And it mainly harms the vessel that it resides within. Not so much the person that it's directed towards, but the vessel 
that it resides within. Mm -hmm. And so that's why the Lord Jesus came. He wants us to be free. He wants us to walk in that newness of life. Amen. And so forgiveness is transformational as it brings us a thorough and dramatic change in form and appearance. Mm -hmm. You know, sometimes I could be down or I could get go through something. I'm like, why am I going through this? And I realize maybe I have taken on some offense. And then I realize, hey, that's not what God wants. He doesn't want me offended. He wants me free. And, and as I start going into prayer, because that's how I get released from that offense or that whatever it is that, that's holding me back, I go to the Lord in prayer. And I just thank God, thank him for his goodness. And that compassion of the Lord comes upon me and the patience of the Lord. And I look at that situation and I said, it's, it's, it shouldn't be that way. It shouldn't be that way. And I have gratitude and I have thanks for the Lord allowing me to see that his forgiveness is for us all. And he wants us to walk in that forgiveness. And my lovely wife is going to share some <laughs> blessings as well. First, we want you guys to stay with us because now we're telling you the scriptures, but at the end, in the middle, we're going to get into our individual um, testimonies and how we walk through or what does forgiveness look like to us yes. as we walk through it. But in Luke 23, 34, while they were nailing Jesus to the cross, he prayed over and over, Father, forgive them for they don't know what they're doing. And what stood out to me in this scripture is that he prayed over and over again. Mm -hmm. And there have been times in my life that I have asked God to forgive me or I've asked for forgiveness from someone else, but I had to go back over and over and over again sometimes. It is nothing wrong with asking God over again, but when you get into the presence of God and God confirms that in your spirit that you're free, we don't have to go back to him over and over and over. So that stuck out with me yeah. that Jesus asked them, asked the Father to forgive them over and over again. And I'm reading from the Passion Translation. Just like repentance, I believe that just like repentance, forgiveness is not an option. Just like repentance, just like we have to repent, the Bible tells us that we have to forgive as well. Yes. We are required to forgive. We have been graced to forgive. 1 John 4, 16 through 19 says this, we have come into an intimate experience with God's love and we trust in the love he has for us. God is love. Those who are living in love are living in God and God lives through them. Yes. By verse 17, by living in God, love has been brought to its full expression in us so that we may fearlessly face the day of judgment because all that Jesus now is so we are in this world this part that's really blessed me verse 18 love never brings fear for fear is always related to punishment but love's perfection drives the fear of punishment far from our hearts Whoever walks constantly afraid of punishment has not reached love's perfection. Our love for others and our grateful response to the love God first demonstrated to us. I am going to tie in to this scripture when I give my testimony, but now I'm going to go back to Freddie and he's going to give his and then I'll come back and give mine. Sure. Thank you, baby. Come on. <laughs> so forgiveness to me, forgiveness and how I process forgiveness, I see it as a reflection of the father's love. And I would like you to go to Matthew, the 11th chapter, and we'll start with the 28th verse. It says, are you weary? Are you carrying a heavy burden? 
It says, then come to me. And that's what's so lovely about our father. Whatever we go through, he's mm -hmm. like, come to me, son. I can fix it. And that's what the Lord wants us to understand. We may fall short, but he's there with open arms saying, come to me, son. Come to me, daughter. I'm here to make things better. And so this scripture here is so, is, is so I, I can relate with it so well because this is how I feel. When I've made a mistake, I go to the father and I know my father is going to say, come here, son. I'm here for you. And so it continues. It says, I will refresh your life. How about being refreshed in Jesus? Yeah, huh? That's good. Come he on. said, for I'm your oasis. Yeah. Come on now. Yeah. I don't know if, if you guys know about the oasis, but that's a, that's a refreshing place. Especially Amen. when you're in the desert. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> so he said, simply join your life with mine. Mm -hmm. Isn't that wonderful? He's inviting us mm -hmm. to join our life with him. Mm -hmm. And as followers of Jesus Christ, it's so fitting. He says, learn my ways and you will discover that I am gentle. I am humble. I am easy to please. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And see, just, just getting in the Father's presence, knowing this scripture. And if we maybe have something against somebody after reading this, you'd be like, man, I can't hold that thing against that brother or sister. I got to love him because why? Jesus, he loves us. I heard a man say, I'm going to give you back your time. I heard a man say this. And he said this. He said, you'll never look into the eyes of someone that God does not love. So when we look at people, we have to remember, even when yes. they are offending us or even with us, God loves them. Yes. The, same, the same Jesus that died for us, the same blood that was shed for us was shed for them as Glory. well. That's so good. Thank you. And it says here, you will find refreshment mm -hmm. and rest in me. For all that I require of you will be pleasant and easy to bear. That's one thing about the father. He's not so technical or he's not so difficult or so hard to, to come to. He's there with open arms saying, come. That's your test? That's mine, done? baby. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'm going to take a little bit longer than him, but not, that's not, not a lot. I have to go back. I am very, when I tell my testimony, it's... it's become so personal to me. So I share this, this will be vulnerable moments for me, but it's okay. It's just okay. First John 4, 18 said, love never brings fear for fear is always related to punishment, but love's perfection drives the fear of punishment far from our hearts. So when people ask me about forgiving, most people know what we went through um, with our son. And when our son was murdered, I never thought to not forgive the person that did this to my son. It was just automatic. And a lot of things that we went, I have gone through in life, it's been automatic to just automatically say, I choose to forgive. So for me, I, I'm not even going to say, I've heard people say it's a choice. I did not have a choice because God forgave that I must forgive. But I'm going to tell you what, this, what scripture that I lived on, but I realized that I was religious with it. I guess that's the right word. I, re I realized that I was just religious with it. It says, and this is the scripture, Matthew 6 and 15. Um, it was embedded, Matthew 6 and 15 was embedded in me from day one of salvation. And it says this, but if you do not forgive others their sins, your father will not forgive you your sins. So forgiving people of their offense against me was kind of automatic in a way. And so I will tell you about this story. We used to belong to a church and I had a particular friend that was not really a friend, but I thought she was a friend. 
And um, she would go back and do things against me. And I would come home and I would tell Freddie about it. And But I kept being her friend. It was like, I'm not going to stop being her friend because we're supposed to forgive. And my husband looked at me and he was like him and another guy. He told me I could share this now. Sure. You told me I could share. Sure. He, looked, I'm your <laughs> he, looked, he looked at me and he was like, um, <laughs> like, why do you continue to be her friend? I'm like, that's what we're supposed to do. We're supposed to forgive, right? Now, mind you, this was 30, no, not 30 years ago, about 27 years ago. So this was about 27 years ago. We're both just really giving our lives to Christ. And, you know, and so that's what we do. We forgive. But I want people to know this is forgiveness does not mean that it gives that person a, a pass to continue to treat you with bad behavior. That's not forgiveness. We don't have to continue to go back. But I kept going back because of Matthew 6, 15. If I don't forgive, then my sins are not going to be forgiven me. So I have to tell you this. And I did not realize that I was building unhealthy and ungodly mindsets. One of the wrong beliefs that I had is that I had to protect myself. This is what you do to make it. You put your boots on and you go on. You do what the scriptures say. It doesn't matter how you feel. You just come on. This is what you're supposed to do. So I did not realize that I was building these walls. And when God showed me this, he showed me the walls that I was building, not so much against man, but against him mm. that transferred okay. down to man. So I'm going to tell you this about this encounter. Go ahead. You're doing good. <laughs> so I'm going to tell you this about this encounter that I had with God. I was just in my room meditating one day. I wasn't even thinking about forgiveness, you guys. I was just in my room just relaxing. And I heard these words and I, he said, hope you don't trust me. This voice said, hope you don't trust me. And I'm thinking like, now that's from the devil. That's straight up from the devil, you know? And I'm like, this is not God because I trust you, you know? I could read scriptures, I can quote, God, I trust you. And what he was telling me is this, I did, it's not that I don't trust him in all the ways, but it's a particular place that he's, he's getting me to. And so I was like, mm, this don't sound like God. And just closed my eyes again and went back. And he started showing me the things that I said. Come on, get over it. Let's move on. Mm -hmm. He started showing me um, in my mind. I heard these things saying, pull yourself up from your bootstraps. If you want something in life, you have to make it happen. He started showing me the walls mm -hmm. that I have built up mm -hmm. through being hurt. So as he began to show me this, it was like, oh, God, this is you. I just began to weep. And because I knew I was listening to the father's voice. And I said, my next question I asked was, OK, God, what are we going to do about this? And God beckoned me to him in this vision. I saw God beckoned me to him. And as I crawled up in his arms, like a two-year-old toddler, just like a toddler, he began to rock me. And I was I was starting to getting ready to explain why I respond the way that I respond. And he kept saying, shh. And he just began to rock me and just and, and just nice. began to rock me. And then I like to have my head rubbed like <laughs> you give me. And so he began to just rub me. But it was it was it, the encounters that I had with him that that are tender. I mean, they rocked me to a place like I've never been rocked before. And so he was showing me that tender part of him. And I said this, and I, I wrote down this every time that I tried to explain myself, he would shush me. And through that, he was showing me that his love, that I didn't have to explain myself, that he was showing me his love. And this is the place where I see where, yes, forgiveness is. You say that forgiveness is not a choice, but those places in your heart where that offense have taken over, it needs to be healed. Yes. And so the way that those places 
I'm going before myself. I'm going to say this. I thank God that when he corrects us out of our bad habits and out of our bad behavior, that his correction is not overwhelming and nor is it nor is it grievous. And 1 John 18 talks about fear. When we come to him out of fear, we don't have to come to God out of fear. We don't have to come to God out of shame. We don't have to come to God out of resentment. We can come to God fully knowing that if he show us something, that he also will give us the answer to that problem. So I want, I want to say this, and then this is give it back over to Freddie. 2 Peter chapter 1, verse 3 and 4 says this, everything we could ever need for life and complete devotion to God has already been deposited in us by his divine power. That means that everything that I need, if he pulls back a layer, I heard um, Graham Cook say this, is that God would never show us a problem without already giving us the answer. Come on now. So we have the answer, yes. which is Jesus. Everything that I could ever need for life and complete devotion to God has already been deposited yes. where? In me by what? His divine power. Yes. For all this was lavished upon me through, yes. and I'm making the scripture um, personal. All this was lavished upon me through the rich experience of knowing him who has called us by name and invited us to come to him through a glorious manifestation yes. of his goodness. Yes. As a result of this, he has given me magnificent promises that are beyond all price so that through the owner of these tremendous promises, you and I can experience partnership with the divine nature by which I have escaped the corrupt desires of this world. We can partner with God in forgiveness. Yes. That's the beautiful thing about him. Yes. He allows us to partner with him so that we can see. And this is the thing about being saved. Being saved is not just being saved so we can go to heaven. Being save is allowing heaven to come to earth. Come Us being transformed in the, to the image of God. So yes. when we're transformed to the image of God, this is something that I don't have to work at. I don't have to work at going to work or going to the grocery store or being in my home to be nice, to act like Jesus, because who he is resides in me. Yes. And whatever is on the inside of me, it will come forth. So Freddie and I was talking Go ahead, man. No, 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 no. You're doing well. <laughs> so, so Freddie and I was talking, well. and we were talking about this. We were saying, whatever you feed the most, that's the one that presents itself. If we feed our flesh the most, then I, we're going to find that our flesh is constantly presenting itself. That's right. But if we feed who he is, yes. feast upon him. And yes. that's what I've seen in this world. A lot of times we feed upon what's happening in this world. Mm -hmm. But the kingdom of God is greater things than those things yes. that we cannot yes. see. Those things that are not seen are greater than this physical realm. And we have to remind ourselves about that. And this is some, our purpose on this earth, I said that it's not just to be saved and to deliver from this evil world. We are here to bring heaven to earth, mm -hmm. to become like him. Forgiveness, forgiving is part of the process in transforming us to look like him yes. in this world. There are three steps that I do, that I go through when I spend time with God. One is I spend time with him. And during this time, we must know that he says that if we draw nigh to him, that he's drawn nigh to us. Mm -hmm. We must know that if we spend time with him, that God is going to show up. Yes. Regardless of what he, how he show up, whether he's there to lift us up or to show us always lifting us up. But even if he show us things about ourselves is still the lifting up of our heads. Yes. So that's number one. I spend time with him. Number two, I revisit the promises of who I am and who we are yes. and the words that have been spoken over our lives. Listen, guys, I will tell you, Freddie, Freddie, 
I said this. I said this. We needed this. Yeah. Like we needed this time to study and the time to pray together. Yeah. And I have been saying this this week. I have been going back and revisiting the promises that God have over our lives as a couple mm-hmm. and as um, moms and as, as fathers. We've been going back and I have been envisioning the um, walking these promises out. I've step by step by step, even to the end. I really don't know what the end, but I've been envisioning the entire process. And then I find scriptures that pertain to that promise and I pray into them. Amen. So saints, brothers and sisters, God wants us to forgive. He wants us to be engrafted in the Father's love. He's provided everything for us to, to be in that place. And he wants us to step out, step out in faith. And I have to say this. I'm kind of jumping off, but that praise and worship was on spot. What, what, that was <laughs> yeah. awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it just complements that spirit of the Lord to have forgiveness. Even when we go in our jobs and we go out and about with the community and family members, remember Jesus Christ. He came and he allowed us forgiveness. And so we should give out that forgiveness to all of those that we come in contact with. We should have that compassion. We should have that love for our brothers and sisters. It's so dynamic. And remember, we have one enemy. Freddie's not my enemy. The person that's offended you is not your enemy. We have one enemy, and that is Satan. Yes. And we have come to tear Satan's kingdom down yes. on this earth. Come on. Yes. Forgiveness is a part of that. Yes. We have come. Yes. To tear Satan's kingdom kingdom down down. on this earth. And when the world tells us that we can't, his word tells us that we can. Yes. And that he has graced us to do it. Come on. Yes. Well, we're going to close now. And um, we just want you guys to continue in the Lord. But we we just want to touch and agree and say a quick prayer in the light of forgiveness. Because it's so powerful and it sets people free when we have a heart to forgive and have a heart of compassion and love as we follow Jesus Christ. So Lord, we just thank you. We thank you for everyone that hears this and sees this this video telecast, God. We thank you, God, what you're doing in their life, God. And we reach out into those families, into those homes, God. And we thank you, God, that you've forgiven us, God. And Father, you've given us a spirit of compassion and love, God, that we will pass on that forgiveness to others. Those that will offend us, God, we will not hold them captive, but we will release them and ask for your blessings over them, God. Father, we thank you. We thank you, God, for what you're doing in our life. We thank you for what you're doing in the body of Christ, God. We believe that you're doing powerful things all over the world as we lift up the name of Jesus. And Father, we just say thank you. Thank you. Amen. So, so good. I'm going to just close. Um, What I feel like I want to do, just to give you a heads up, what I want to do is is minister to the people who who have pain right now, who have been betrayed, or who haven't been abandoned, or have experienced something very traumatic, like losing a son. I'd love to like have a you know, three or four chairs and just ask you guys questions about that journey. But I just want to take a moment and just minister to hearts here. Powerful, powerful word. Yeah, powerful word. It's crazy to think about, isn't it, that Jesus, as he's being killed on the cross, crucified is actually telling the father i'm taking the place for their sins forgive them and their actual perpetration their actual actions are putting his body to death 
And, and that's why he came. He came to die. He came to die because of God the Father's love for you. He came to pay the price for every sin that you've ever committed. But not just every sin that you've committed. He paid the price for every sin that was committed against you. I want you to think about that for a minute. Uh, some of you have been betrayed. And it hurt big time. Some of you have been abandoned and the pain of being left behind. There's one who's walked through that journey. His name is Jesus. Uh, he was abandoned. He was betrayed. He was ridiculed and he was mocked. And all those experiences he's experienced, he actually experienced the sins that were committed against you on the cross so your heart could be healed. He wants to heal your heart in those places of pain and hurt. And it doesn't mean that you say, well, it was always no big deal what they did. That's not, that's not forgiveness. For, forgiveness is agreeing. And with Jesus, he had to pay the price for that sin. He experienced that sin that you experienced already on his body so that you could be healed. And the way you step into that healing is you go to the cross and you recognize that Jesus took upon his body, not just your sins, but all the sins of those people who hurt you, and you say, Jesus, I want to leave this sin with you. I don't want to carry it anymore. I don't want to carry the mark of it. I don't want to carry the burden of it. I don't want to carry the a resentment of it. I want you to carry it from me because you know what that feels like. You've experienced it for me. And just take it to him. And I'm going to lead you in a prayer of how you can just like leave that mark, that hurt, that pain with the father and with his son. Okay? Pray something like this. And Father, I come to you with my pain. I come with my hurt. It could be rejection. You can even tell them I feel, I feel abandoned. I feel betrayed. I feel ridiculed. And, and just express your feelings to him because he knows what it feels like. You can be honest with God with your feelings. And, and just then just say, because you've forgiven me, Lord, I want to forgive them. I'm choosing today like to release them from the debt that they owe me. I'm letting the debt that you paid on the cross be enough. And I'm, I'm releasing them. And I come to you, Father, the same way Jesus came to you, and say, Father, forgive them for the pain that they caused me. I forgive them for the pain that they caused me. And I want you to bless them. I release them from the penalty that I want them to pay. Because you, Jesus, you paid it on their behalf. I release them. I bless them. And I ask God that the healing of your love and the work of the cross would bring a wholeness to my heart, my emotion, and my mind. Thank you, Jesus, for your complete work of forgiveness on the cross. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 And, and it may be like hope. You need to do that over and over again until it really takes hold. But I encourage you. That's how you get whole uh, from pain that people have caused you. I want to bless you. Have a great week. We love you. The Lord loves you even more. Bye.